Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Maybe you're starting to think, Holly, what else is there to do but running as a runner? Erks! Hold up. Let's dive a little deeper. That could be a whole other episode. Welcome, everyone, to Run Girl Radio. I'm Holly Dickinson, founder of Excel Strength and Conditioning, where we coach and empower female runners just like you across the world, making you faster, more knowledgeable, and set for a lifetime of injury-free running. Each week, I will be bringing you impactful information, creative solutions, and juicy running tips to get you one stride closer to your highest running self. Knowing that when curious and strong women are equipped with on-topic information and innovative solutions, there is no stopping us. Consider me your personal running coach in your back pocket. So join me and get ready to bust down some barriers, laugh at some running real talk, and get excited and energized as we have some fun finding our way together through this wonderful world of running. Welcome back, ladies. So today, we are going to rate ourselves out of five on a scale for clarity on each of these five pulse checks that we're going to run through. This is going to help you stay injury-free, for one, (laughs) sane, No one's going to lose their marbles and on the path for long-term success, okay? I want us all to thrive in this running world that we live in. Are you ready? Let's do this. So the first pulse check of the five is a physical check. And I know that may seem very obvious. You might be like, yeah, yeah, Holly, I'm good. But let's dive a little deeper into that and peel back some layers. So is there anywhere today that is a little extra sore? Now, this doesn't have to be a full-blown injury or a diagnosed certain thing that you have going on right now, but how is your body actually doing? Now, I like to tell my clients that during warm-up is normally when we notice these things, when we're paying attention, or we should be paying attention to, ooh, what's tight? What needs a little bit more attention or a little bit more waking up before we start this session? Where needs a little bit more love? But let's dive a little deeper into that because some of us do have existing injuries or compromises, right? We all have lived a full life where we've broken things, sprained things, or as a runner have been trying to treat and move through certain injuries. So what do those injuries need before you do this workout or this run or this stretch session? So a great tool if you're not working out or running every day or stretching every day and you don't have that warm-up piece to do that physical check, Start with doing it daily and think about getting into a practice. Now there's something called body scanning, which is really great for this. And it goes from top to toe. There's guided ones on YouTube, so feel free to go and look it up. But this could really help you with, okay, where is tension in my body? What needs a little bit more stretching, a little bit more recovery, and a little bit more of my attention? Now during the warm-up, I want you to think of two different things whilst you're adding in this higher awareness of your body and allowing this feedback between you and your brain, your body and your brain connection to say, hold up a second, we're just tuning in for a minute here and listening to what the radio is saying. So I want you to think left to right, maybe you have a really tight hip or thigh on one side of the body and your right is not. 
Now it's time to start focusing. Hmm, okay, let's warm up the left side of my body a little bit more. Another nice thing to do before your workout is, what is my clarity-driven mantra? To remember to be healthy, stay informed, and cognizant of the feedback from your certain injury, your certain tightness areas, so that you can actually be creating a positive loop feedback to yourself during this workout to be aware and cognizant of it. Now I could do a whole other episode on this, but that's a nice little thing I like to say to add in to your warm-up so that you carry that through the rest of your session. Now that was number one on the pulse checklist of five. Number two is balanced training. Is my training balanced? Am I in alignment for a wholesome training plan this week or today or during this exercise session? And is this a good decision for well-rounded training? (laughs) So lots of questions embedded in that, but let's peel it back. Maybe you're starting to think, Holly, what else is there to do but running as a runner? Erks! Hold up. Let's dive a little deeper. That could be a whole other episode, but just to dip our toe in enough so that you can do this pulse check and be able to analyze yourself. Yes, you have your run days. But regarding your run days, are they undulating? Are they going up and down in intensity? Are they changing or morphing as you're programming your progress? Or do you have different focuses for your runs? Are you in different locations for your runs? Are you doing the same route and the same distance over and over and over again? I know I've been guilty of that because it's right outside my door, nice and easy to run around the golf course. But sometimes when we do that too much, I get a lot of trail running in, not necessarily road, not necessarily track, and I'm kind of tunnel visioning my my runs into just one stereotypical run of the same distance even the same the same route that I run I always run clockwise around it I don't know why but again it could be that shift of hmm maybe I'll go this way today so again analyze your run is this what it needs to look like or is there an imbalance in your run regarding what you actually want to get out of it so resistance training Also making sure that there's an activity specific, focusing on the muscles and the energy systems that you need to challenge right now for your certain type of running. And yes, I could dive way deep into this and kind of explain more of what muscles we should be working and how we should be working out specifically for our run. That will come down the road and I want to have you guys really informed on all of that. But just think about your strength training sessions and make sure the activity is very specific and focused on the muscles and the energy systems that you need to challenge for your running. Is your balanced training also including mobility and stretches? Am I just doing these stretches and mobility training that my body needs based on my own imbalances? So a great example of this is that we all love, or at least I do, love to do hot yoga classes. Oh especially in the wintertime when it's freezing cold here in Canada. Well, it's actually not. It's probably the most mild part of Canada I could be in, but I'm a baby and I was born in Jamaica. So, you know, I like to be in a hot room every once in a while when it's freezing cold outside. But segueing back, to be honest, hot yoga is a whole lot of backbends or it can be and a lot of holds in positions where my body just doesn't love it sometimes and I leave really sore. So I'd actually instead benefit way more from hip and thoracic mobility because my back doesn't love some of the movements and the bends. And actually I try and avoid those moves in the virtual classes. But if we don't know what those are that are causing us to be so tight or weakening certain areas, then then we're left just feeling sore. So is the stretching routine or the mobility that you have in place actually targeting your specific needs and imbalances for how you want to be improving your running? 
that I'll leave with you. Another important aspect of balanced training is, do I have self-care or active rest days included in my training? Are they actually written in or are they just not scheduled, but you kind of know you'll, you'll be moving that day? Where the sole focus of that day is actually to really focus and unload and take the angst out of running and the angst out of training that we can sometimes build, or better yet, making daily practices and making time for this decreased expectation. Another one, am I working on my form and running drills? This is important if you're not actually including it maybe in your warm-ups or on specific run days where you're going a little shorter and a little faster in your pace. And then, okay, balance training, hold up. When the heck was the last time I tested myself and checked in on my improvements or checked in with a race or a timed trial? Or if you're not competitive right now, a comprehensive fitness test to check in on your running ability to make sure you're healthy and heading in a run for fun, run for life, injury free direction. And then yes, we have days of self-care, active rest and less training. But when was my last week of a deload in training, which is basically where there's a reduction in training, allowing for your body to recharge, gain those adaptions from training that you've put in hard work for and physically rest before starting a new phase or an increased training challenge. Hugely important, especially if you're working towards a goal to have that week of complete deload. So that was balanced training, number two. So number three is an emotional and energy check-in. So this is the quote unquote stress test. How stressed are we feeling? I mean, stress is such a negative connotation these days. So I like to talk about it in emotion and in energy and how well we're dealing with it is the stress. (laughs) So is my cup full enough to do my basic required needs today? And can I also add in my training and stay on top of it? So as I mentioned, the emotional self-care or rest day we had mentioned in the previous topic or daily habitual practices to slow the F down are super important because sometimes running and training is very easy to slip into that obsessive or into that unhealthy overtraining pattern of or negative self-talk even. We can get into that if we're not doing enough of the training or we don't feel like we're chasing that expectation of where we want to be. A question to ask yourself is, can I show up today or this week with this training schedule or this fitness plan that I'm looking at and have made for myself this week and still show up for myself, my family, my work, and anything else of importance that's on that high priority list of things that should be super important for us? And then will this training be filling my cup or will it be the last drip leaving my cup without anything left in the tank? And guess what, you guys? Higher intensity runs and workouts are actually good stress for our body. It's called eustress versus de-stress. But if our body is stressed out all day or we're running around like a headless chicken trying to get everything else done, it's actually adding in a harder session that is bad on the adrenals or it's really stressful for the adrenals and it becomes the bad stress that we don't want. Number four on the pulse check priorities is nutritional check-in. Is my body fueled? Am I running fasted? Some people need to do this. Um, I have a really good friend that in high school we played basketball and she couldn't eat like three hours before the game. I'm like, "Mm, I'd be passed out if I was doing that. But for her, that was what her body needed and she knew how to fuel it properly for her games. Some people can't imagine doing this fasted, can't imagine running or training fasted, but some of us run so early in the morning 
and I give kudos to you. I'm not one of those people, <laughs> but you can't possibly wake up two more hours earlier than that to eat, be fueled, and go for your run. So is this the right choice for your body? Another question regarding a nutritional check-in is, am I hopped up on caffeine just to get the energy to do this run or this workout? Are my adrenals not being drained, but rather supported with my choices? So super important to kind of have that pulse check-in if you're reaching for the coffee cup because you're needing that coffee just to be able to put your shoes on to go out for a run. Maybe that's not what we need today. (laughs) This is a good check-in to have. Another question underneath this nutritional check-in is, what has my food profile looked like this week? Has it been nutritionally dense? Has it been full of good choices? Has it been when you needed food, you've been fueling yourself? So that's a really great one to kind of take into account and distribute how you need, especially looking and planning into next week. Maybe you need to meal prep a little bit better or have things on hand so that you can actually be stepping into that best nutritional self for you as a runner and as a person that's challenging their body daily. Another nutritional check-in is, am I eating for immunity? So like I said before, we are in a bit of stress when we are challenging our body, especially if it's a harder run or a harder workout. We're putting ourselves into a state where we need to do a lot of recovery to get back to homeostasis or that balanced state. So are we eating so that we are staying healthy on the immunity front? Are we keeping up with our vitamins if we're not getting a fully round diet or if we know we're deficient in certain things quite often? So often our vitamins stay in the back depths of the cupboard. Yes, me included. Sometimes I don't look at them for a week and then I forget they're there. Oh, I haven't taken any vitamins this week. (laughs) But sometimes we need to put them where we can see them. Or if you like to have structure and have a plan, put them in one of those weekly pill boxes. Put the vitamins that you know you need out into the whole week so that you just have it there for when you're having your morning coffee or after your breakfast or for dinner time before you go to bed. And then another big nutritional check-in, ladies, is making sure that we're doing this run for the right purposes. Now, diving a bit deeper into that, we're not punishing ourselves with exercise because of a certain food we ate or a bunch of wine that we had the other night or because we didn't do it all last week because we were on our period. I can't tell you how common this is between all of us women. It's so ridiculously common. So try and start to reframe or notice when this languaging is going on in your head of that nutritional check-in because daily, if we can habitualize this into our patterns, oh, it's going to make us so much healthier with not punishing our bodies, ladies, not punishing them, but gifting them. The fifth pulse check, you guys, is am I on track or am I blowing in the wind? (laughs) What is my direction or what is your goal? Are you going with what you should be doing? And this is a very common one, what we should be doing or what we want to be doing. A lot of us fall into that want. We all have our favorite workouts and we all generally trend back to doing the same run routes that we really enjoy or distances even that we enjoy the most. And if we don't have a plan giving us some structure and some framework, we end up going back into habits of the same thing over and over again, which isn't necessarily making us stronger or healthier or fitter. So what is your goal right now? Let's get a little clearer on it. We will definitely dive into making smart running goals that will keep you focused and clear together in a few episodes time, but start to think about it. Do you have a certain running goal or a certain running plan? And is it a little realistic? We'll dive deeper. We'll do that together. But to recap, our new five daily pulse checks to do as a runner are 
physical checks from head to toe, balanced training, making sure across the range of trainings we're doing something that is serving our body, emotional and energy check-ins to make sure that our stress is managed and that we are spreading our energy equally, nutritional check-ins to make sure we're approaching it in the healthiest way regarding our running, and a directional compass to make sure we're not blowing in the wind, but we have a bit of a plan moving forwards. And next week, we'll be going over some unreal ways to turn your next virtual run into the most epic and adrenaline-filled, euphoric, motivating, and exciting event yet, ladies. And I know you're not running with anyone or have a structured route, but stick with me and I'll show you the golden ticket to hyping up your next virtual race. I would love to know your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Please message me on Instagram at Excel Strength Conditioning or share this episode with a friend that you know will love it. And if you really loved today's episode, please like, share, comment, rate, whatever you feel like you want to do to help us keep giving you women more information free through these podcasts. I can't wait to hear from you all. Till next time, keep running, girl. 